0: Open mine eyes that I may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Open my eyes.
1: Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, I have the privilege of sharing with you the music of Walkin' Jim Stoltz. I only learned about Jim last June, but was immediately enchanted by his music, so I sent out an email to him about the possibility of having him on my show, and got a quick response that he'd love to, except that he had a medical condition that prevented him, but that maybe he could do it in the fall. Unfortunately, this world lost Jim Stoltz on September 3, 2010. Jim left behind many friends and family to pass on the story of Jim, his treks across this mighty land, and the songs that Jim made about the glory of the land and the people he met. And we have three of them with us here today. Leslie Stoltz is Jim's wife, Susan Grace Stoltz, his sister, and Scott Carpenter, a dear friend. They are with me here today for Memorial Song of the Soul for Walkin' Jim Stoltz. Leslie, Susan, and Scott, welcome to Song of the Soul.
2: Hi, I'm a- Mark. Hi, Mark.
1: So the assortment of you—two uh, of you in Big Sky, Montana, and one of you up in Fairbanks, Alaska. Susan, you're up in Alaska, right? Have you been there long? Yeah, I've lived up here 26 years now. It was just too warm down in Montana. What was the issue?
3: <laughs> no, I had to. Uh, I just a friend told me to come home. And I drove up here in December 26 years ago and felt like I'd come
1: home and found the place I belong. Leslie, you were married to Jim for some 20 years. Were you always located in Montana during that time?
4: Yes, we were. We met in Big Sky. We both worked at a guest ranch, Jim singing and driving a team of horses, which he loved. And I was a backcountry ski guide. We actually took all of our friends and family who were part of our wedding celebration up to a backcountry cabin on sleighs. Jim drove one of the teams, and then I skied up. And that, the enjoyment of winter and that part of our lives really became something that we shared and enjoyed together for many years.
1: And Scott, I understand you weren't always in Montana, that you're a transplant.
2: Right. I was born in Wyoming, but then had to flee the state as a young boy, and uh, not really. And I was uh, most recently, back in the 1980s, I was in California, where I met Jim at a couple of concerts. And I had uh, two small children at the time who loved Jim's music. Then in 1991, my family and I moved to Big Sky and became friends and neighbors of Jim and Leslie.
1: Well, I'm going to have each of you pick out some of the music that Jim wrote, shared, that you have personal interactions with. I was so sad to hear of his passing. I had become acquainted with his music just this past June when a friend passed on one of his CDs said, you've got to get this guy on your show. So, Leslie, could you help us get to know Jim through some of his music?
4: I'd love to. I'd like to introduce one of his songs, that Jim wrote when we did a long walk, a long hike through the state of Colorado, and it's called Morning in the Mountains.
1: Did you often walk with him?
4: I would say fairly often. You know, I did many long hikes with Jim, many more than I did on my own, certainly before I knew Jim. After Jim and I were married in 1988, we went down to Arizona, and we hiked for several weeks on the north side of the Grand Canyon. That launched our life together. (laughs) And the following summer, we hiked from New Mexico up to Wyoming along the Continental Divide. And Jim had hiked the Continental Divide many years before that, but in Colorado, the snow was deep and he wasn't able to do a high route. So we went back and did that. And that's when he wrote the song, Morning in the Mountains, that I wanted to share with you. But many other years, Jim would go during the summer on two months, three-month, maybe, long trip, and then most often I would join him for a portion of that.
1: song is Morning in the Mountains by Wok and Jim Stoltz.
5: The star is fading from the morning sky The night is turning on to grey There's a glow in the east And it looks alright to me The start of a brand new day Grey jays a-squawking to her neighbor a coyote's yipping in the hills Each in his way is there to greet the day Creepin' on this world so soft and still So live each day like you mean it Grab of each dawn that comes your way and if his blessings you're accounting, try a morning in the mountains. There ain't no better way to start the day. the first to catch the morning light and hold it soft and rosy to the sky and as the sun starts to rise there's a water in my eyes like the mist that comes a-swirling by and by so live each day like you mean it gravel each dawn that comes your way And if it's blessings you're a Try a morning in the mountains There ain't no better way to start the day The frost is sparkling on the meadow Sunlight filters through the pine the mountains are alive, and so are we, walking hand in hand with morning time. So live each day like you mean it, grab of each dawn that comes your way, and if it's blessings you're accounting, try a morning in the mountains. There ain't no better way to start the day There ain't no better way to start the day
1: just heard a little bit of walking jim stoltz the song was morning in the mountains even though jim is no longer with us as of this last fall we've got his wife and his sister and a dear friend all with us here today for song of the soul you said Leslie that he walked for 2-3 months. Does this mean he was gone from home generally that long or did he walk 9 months a year? Was it did he ever just do a day long hike or is he, you know, nothing shorter than 3 months?
4: No. We did lots of day hikes. Sometimes even if we were traveling together, we'd visit different areas and do day hikes, but the long hikes is really what got him started in the life that he ended up leading, and it really created the person that Jim was. His first long hike was in 1974 along the Appalachian Trail. In a song that he wrote about the Appalachian Trail, he uses the line, that's when this boy became a a man, and it really was kind of a coming-of-age experience for him. So we oftentimes did day hikes, but it was the long hikes when he really got into the spirit of wild places, and it transformed him to a place where he wrote a lot of his music and a lot of his poetry.
1: Since you didn't connect up with him until 1988, I guess Susan, uh, being his sister, you got to see him growing up. What was he like as a youngster? Was he kind of a walking guy then?
3: Well, he was in Scouts. Both my brothers were in in Boy Scouts, and Jim was really into that, and I was into Girl Scouts, and that, I think, had a huge impact on his life, doing hikes with the Scout troop. He and I spent many of our summers living up in northern Michigan with our grandparents, where we were really allowed freedom to play, explore in the woods, and hike along the lake, and just use our imagination and pretend that... You know, we were Lewis and Clark, and out exploring all day until the bell rang, and we had to go home and eat dinner. Having those kind of experiences growing up, I think really rooted the love of and wonder of nature.
1: You are yourself a singer-songwriter. Did he teach you? I mean, did, you know, maybe he was the one who was tutoring you on the guitar or whatever you play. How did that come about? Music for him and for you.
3: He learned the guitar. On an old guitar that was my oldest brother's. Who? He's the only one who took lessons. Took the guitar under the bed. Jim grabbed that guitar out, caught himself, bought another guitar, stuck that guitar under the bed. I pulled it out, taught myself how to play. We used to sing a lot of old Woody Guthrie songs and Peter Paul and Mary and Pete Seeger songs and traditional songs together. And then he started writing his own songs
1: later on. Well, could you pick out a song that, for our listeners, will give them a flavor of Walkin' Jim Stoltz?
3: Oh, I'd love to. He really helped shape my life. I'd like to hear Follow Your Heart. Actually, he wrote the song in 1984. He was playing in a coffeehouse in Detroit, and I was going through a divorce and on my way to move to Alaska in December, and he played the song for me at a coffeehouse. And I was just blubbering and crying because it's a song that he wrote for me. But it's for many, many people. It's true for all of us to follow your heart. Jim was a great role model and someone who truly followed his heart. He taught me to do that as well. That's why I've lived in Alaska for 26 years.
6: 25 years of playing for folks. It feels good. It feels extra special good tonight
5: in this life that we're all living with all its twists and turns it's so easy to lose our way forget the lessons that we learn but the road that leads us on will always bring us back What you walked in your own trail and stepped in your own track Follow your heart That's where to begin Chase down those dreams And go dancing with the wind Listen to the love That you find along the way Let your light shine in And sing your life away Truth is a word But it's so often hard to find Searching through the mirrors Offered up by time To face it on your own And to look it in the eye Take all you got to give But ain't it worth a try Follow your heart that's where to begin. Chase down those dreams and go dancing with the wind. Listen to the love that you find along the way. Let your light shine in and sing your life away. Sing your life away, oh, sing your life away your light shine in and sing your life away. Listen to the song of the earth as she turns Bask in the life of the sun as she burns Seek out the power in your own mind's eye. Listen to your heart It'll teach you by and by Follow your heart That's where to begin Chase down those dreams And go dancing with the wind Listen to the love That you find along the way Let your light shine in And sing your life away Sing your life away Sing your life away Let your light shine in And sing your life away Sing your life away Sing your life away Let your light shine in And sing your life away Sing your life away, sing your life away,
1: follow your hearts. That was Walkin' Jim Stoltz, his song Follow Your Heart. His website, even though he's no longer with us, his website's still there. It's walkinjim.com. You can follow a link from my site, which is northernspiritradio.org. And that song is special in the songs that we have from Jim in that, among other things, it includes his talking voice. And you could have said that was a different person. When he sings, he sounds half like a grizzly bear. When he talks, he could be mild-mannered Clark Kent. Was he that way in, in person? Did he go into that singing voice just when he's talking?
3: I think when he sings, to me, it is just this rich molasses and I think over the years it just got a little more grizzly bear like <laughs> as time went by. I think he had trouble with his vocal cords as he was struggling with cancer later on.
2: If I could add something, Mark, I think the, the best label is that Jim should be known as the mild mannered grizzly bear. So.
1: Well, how did you come to know him, Scott? You're from California at one point, and he's from Montana. How did you connect up with Jim?
2: I was working for the National Park Service in the Sierra of California through the 1980s, and we had two small children, and music's always been a very strong part of our family life. Our kids had heard of Walkin' Jim and some of his songs, and when he toured through California, we got to hear his performances on a couple of occasions. And when we moved to Montana and... 1991, it ended up that we were moving to the same town where good old Walkin' Jim and Leslie lived. So we became friends and neighbors from that time on.
1: Was this a connection that was based just personal, or is it's the avocation Jim was such a strong voice of concern for our entire planet? Which levels called to you, or maybe is it just a good drinking buddy? I, I mean, how did you connect particularly?
2: Well, I think first and foremost was a shared philosophy of quality environmental ethic and issues not only for the natural environment, but the cultural environment. We shared a lot of ideas about books and writings and poetry. I play a bit of music myself, so uh, we've always shared music. After moving to Big Sky on holidays and different occasions, we get together at different houses and with different friends and play music. So I think, I think kind of all of the above. I think Jim is truly one of the few people I know personally who could be labeled as a Renaissance man. He was a, a lover of books and ideas and poetry and music. He hiked tens of thousands of miles most of that solo, but quite a bit with other people. And as Leslie said, both day hikes and and long-term, long-distance hikes. And he was able to pull all those things together into kind of a, a cohesion of the message that he wanted to teach to all of us, especially children, the future protectors of the environment that he felt so strongly about.
1: So can you pick out a song that might give us a flavor of your connection with Jim?
2: Yeah, I think I would pick The Web of Life. His kids' songs are, are really special, and again, because of my two daughters growing up listening to Jim's music and being involved in school programs. Both of my daughters were also co-stars, if you will, of Jim's video that he made with kids, Come Walk With Me, which I think was back about 1994, 95 when my children were quite small. One of Jim's heroes I know was Pete Seeger and, and some of the other great folk singers who were great at adapting music in a simple but fun way for kids and Jim was was very good at that so web of life teaches a great message of all those interconnections for people and the natural environment I know quite a few and bits and pieces of all of Jim's songs but the ones that always creep into my mind with the tuner are are the kids songs because they're they're happy-go-lucky background tunes that stick in your head and stick in your heart
1: Let's listen to Web of Life, introduced here by Scott Carpenter, friend of and Jim Stoltz.
5: Oh, we are a part of the Web of Life. Oh, we are a part of the Web of Life. Oh, we're just one strand, but we'll give it a hand. We're part of the Web of Life. The trees are a part... The ferns are apart, the moss and the flowers and the bushes are a part, of oh, the growing in the green, if you know what I mean They're part of the web of life The whales are apart, the sharks are apart The jellyfish and coral and the clams are apart Oh, what would that be without the creatures of the sea? They're part of the web of life oh, We are a part of the web of life we are a part of the web of life Oh, we're just one strand But will give it a hand We're part of the web of life The owls are part The robins are apart, part Sparrows and the eagles and the seagulls are a part of the birds in the sky Another piece of the pie They're part of the web of life We are a part of the web of life Oh, we are a part of the web of life. Oh, we're just one strand. Mama, we'll give it a hand. We're part of the web of life. The bears are apart. The mice are apart. The skunk and the wolf and the moose are apart. All the creatures of the land, they know where they stand. They're part of the web of life. Oh, we are a part of the web of life. We are a part of the web of life. Oh, we're just one strand, the we'll give it a hand. We're part of the web of life. The bees are apart and the fleas are apart. Mosquitoes and the spiders and the ticks are apart. They can stink, they can bite, but they all have a right because they're part of the web of life. Oh, we are a part of the web of life. Oh, we are a part of the web of life oh, We're just one strand of a we'll give it a hand we're part of the web of life The snakes are apart and the fobs are apart The turtle and the gator and the lizard are apart oh, They creep and they crawl, another oh, part of it all Part of the web of life oh, We are a part of the web of life We are a part of the web of life Oh, we're just one strand, but we'll give it a hand We're part of the web of life All the life on the land and the life on the seas All the life on this earth You and me, we're all tied to each other The earth is a mother We're part of the web of life We are a part of the web of life We are a part of the web of life We're just one strand, but we'll give it a hand We're part of the web of life We are a part of the web of life we are a part of the rebel life. Oh, we're just one strand, but we'll
7: give it right.
5: We're part of the rebel life. Oh, we are a part
1: of the rebel life. Oh, we are a part of the. Web of life. Another great tune by Walkin' Jim Stoltz. His site is Walkin' Jim. This is Song of the Soul, and we're sharing Jim Stoltz's Song of the Soul, posthumously, unfortunately. I didn't get to know about his music early enough, but fortunately, you can hear this interview with him. I'll also have him as a guest on my Spirit in Action show. Uh, We'll be reviewing some of his music and some of the way he worked for Care of This Planet. This is a Northern Spirit Radio production. My website is northernspiritradio.org. And today we have with us Leslie Stoltz, who was Jim's wife for some 20 years, Susan Grace Stoltz, a musician herself, his sister, and Scott Carpenter, a dear friend, longstanding. We've heard three of Jim's songs already, but Leslie, I'm sure you could name one or two more that we just have to hear today. What would you like to see included?
4: Well, I think another song of Jim's that is certainly one that I loved to hear him play tells a big story about Jim, and it's called Searching for the Road Not Taken. The title of the song, of course, was inspired by a poem by Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken. Jim learned that poem when he was young. I always told a story about memorizing different things in school, and that one stayed with him. And he felt as though it really symbolized the direction of his life. That poem came along with him on his second long trip that he did. In 1976, Jim started on the coast of Maine at West Cody Head and hiked all the way across to the coast of Washington State to Cape Alava. so the farthest point east to the farthest point west. That trip, he stayed on dirt roads, trails, and railroad tracks. So it wasn't a trip that he followed the highways, um, but he certainly was in the back roads and the backwoods. That hike took him about a year and a half total. And he oftentimes talked about days that got hard or miles that got hard, and his mind started to wander. And when he got into that state of mind, he'd start reciting The Road Not Taken. And as I said, it carried him from one point to the other. There's a lot of stories that came from that period in Jim's life. And, of course, Jim was a prolific writer, and he kept journals throughout his life, especially on these long walks. And a couple of my favorite stories from that walk, well, I'll tell you one story, and that was when Jim found himself in North Dakota. He wasn't on any trails or dirt roads at that time because he was following section lines. So he wasn't on public land, He referred to it as stealth hiking. He was making his way through some ranch land in North Dakota. He kept his eye on this high rise. For days and days, he was walking toward this high spot in the horizon. One day, he found himself close enough that he thought, I'm going to be there to camp that night. And as he was walking through the field, a rancher pulled up in his pickup truck, and he jumped out with one of his sons and put his face in Jim's face and said, hey, who are you and what are you doing in my calving pasture? And Jim looked at him and said, he said, I knew I was in trouble then. And he said, well, I'm Jim Stoltz. No, that's not what he said. He said, "Uh, I'm walking across the country. And the guy said, I don't believe you. Show me some ID. And he fumbled around in his pack and he pulled out his driver's license and he handed it to the rancher and said, I'm Jim Stoltz. And the rancher said, No, that's Jim Stoltz. And he pointed to his son... And he happened to have a number of children, and one of his sons was named Jim Stoltz. And so they became fast friends, and the rancher invited him to his house for lunch the next day and told him where to camp that night. The next day, Jim arrived at his house for lunch, and they were sitting around the table when one of the other sons came in and said, Dad, there's something going on. There's all kinds of trucks and horses, and they're calling out the posse. There's some weird guy walking across our ranches, and he's carrying a big backpack, and they've got to go find out who he is. <laughs> and Leo Stoltz said, Hey, that's my long-lost cousin Jim. I better call the sheriff and tell him to call off the posse. So that became a lifetime friendship.
6: Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. And sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler, long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where Bent in the undergrowth. Then took the others, just as fair and having perhaps the better claim... Cause it was grassy and where, It was for that the passing there Had worn them really about the same Both that morning equally lay And leaves no step had trodden black Oh, I kept the furs for another day Yet knowing how way leads on way I doubted if I should ever come back I shall be telling this with a sigh Somewhere ages and ages hence Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference.
5: By the edges of the sea, dusty days out in the Dakotas. Every place remains a part of me. Seen a lot of sunshine on the mountain, race of thunder across the rolling plain. Can't say I did it all for nothing Can't say that I haven't changed But my chains are falling all
7: behind
5: All I'm running from is old man time Slowly but surely your spell is breaking and I'm searching still searching searching for the road not taken Sip the salty bite of the ocean, cool my head in some old icy mountain stream, trace a river wild through its canyon, chase a wind a blowin' through my dreams. The treasures that I found some cry worthless. Gold ain't the same to you and me The ticket man's gonna take all your money And all you get is somewhere else to be Ah, oh, you tell me to take it easy Along the long road, the weeds are growing tall but I wouldn't trade my time For some past to way around Cause I couldn't get here that way After all And my chains are falling all behind All I'm running from But surely your spell is breaking And I'm searching, still searching Searching, still searching Searching for the road not taken
1: A Little Bit of Poetry and Music by Walkin' Jim Stoltz, that was Searching for the Road Not Taken. Walken Jim Stoltz certainly found a lot of roads that hadn't been taken and he took them. On-road and off-road, I guess both. I just want to sort this out. When Jim is crossing the country, he's not doing this as a media event. He's doing it so he can meet the land as he goes across. Did he ever try and make it a media event because he wanted to draw attention to the plight of the earth where it needed some care?
4: There were a few hikes that he did specifically to try to draw attention to certain issues. One of them was in 1986, he did something called the Great Bob Trek, which was a loop around the perimeter of the Bob Marshall Wilderness in Montana. He did that hike along with Montana Wilderness Association, who joined him at different stops along the way, and he would write articles or columns that they would publish about the stretch of the trip that he just did. They were talking about the need for a wilderness designation for many of these areas that were not protected as wilderness. They had media events along the way during that hike, and there were actually others that joined Jim during that hike as well. The Pacific Crest Trail that he did in 1996, that was a trip that took him over five months, and he did that as a fundraiser for three different organizations. And then uh, when he hiked the Yellowstone to the Yukon, that took him four summers, and he did that with the intention of drawing attention to the need to protect migration corridors. So he certainly used those travels to try to draw attention to uh, wilderness areas that needed protection.
1: Sue, since you're his little sister by some four years, did this mean that uh, you know he was gone before you were ready to stretch your legs? What's the longest walk you ever took with him?
3: Well, when I was 16, I met up with him on the Appalachian Trail, and I hiked for I think it was about 6 weeks on the Appalachian Trail. That's probably the longest stretch. I also met him on the Bruce Trail on his coast to coast walk, and then I also surprised him at the end of that trip, which was really fun. And I was with him. We walked out to the Pacific Ocean together, and it was the first time both of us had seen the Pacific Ocean and for Jim, he had spent a year and a half to get to that point, and it was a very powerful moment to share. And then we spent like four days hiking up the coast to Cape Alava, which is the most western point. Of course, he had to get out to the most western point. And then I also had the joy of trying to surprise him at the end of his why do I <laughs> which was difficult to do, but I did end up meeting him at the end of the why do I hike and just hiking that last stretch with him to end that huge, momentous hike from Yellowstone to, to Yukon. So I really have been very fortunate to spend some time with him hiking. Of course, his stride is much larger than mine, so he was always way ahead of me. <laughs> but we had a lot of wonderful times sitting around the campfire and sharing poetry, sharing thoughts, and sharing stories, and it's just treasured moments.
1: So I bet you can pick out another song, maybe from one of your journeys with him, that we just need to hear about, Walkin' Jim Stoltz?
3: Well, I I think folks might enjoy hearing The Heart of This Wild Land. It's a song that he wrote along the Yellowstone to Yukon hike, It's a hike he did mostly on his own, but he was joined by friends and Leslie spent a lot of time on that hike with the especially that last stretch. One of the lines I remember, some will walk the wild vast spaces and others wander where they stand. You know, I think there's many people out there who will never get out to wild places, that will never see places like where Jim walked through the heart of wilderness in North America. But yet they need to know. They want to just be up. I think it's important that we all know that they exist. And there's a connection to that wild land that's connected to all of us.
5: There are places that I know. Whereas humans seldom go. They have power for our spirits and they feed our very souls. They have no rhyme or reason. They'll tear down your mighty plans. They just are what they are, oh, the heart of this wildland. I, I am bound, O'er the hills, o'er the hills. unto the heart o'er of this, this wildland. Land. O'er the mountain,
7: O'er the mountains,
5: singing rivers, rivers unto the heart of this wild, wild land As long as the mountains rise and fall There are those who heed a call to seek the hidden places beyond these valleys, jaded walls. Some will walk the wide vast spaces, others wander where they stand. Some just dream of the thought, the strong heart of this land I am bound for the hills, unto the, the hearts I of this wild wild land, land or the mountains. And rivers I'm to the heart Of this wild, wild life, life. rivers of this life keep flowing through me i'm a piece of every place i've ever been and i know i've touched the heart of this wild country as a tramp the snowbound passes in the wind i am bound, I am bound for the hill unto the, the heart of this wild land, or the mountains,
7: mountains
5: singing rivers, rivers, unto sing and rivers, the heart of, of this wild, wild land. land, I am bound, or the, the hills, unto the heart o'er of this wild land, land. or the mountains,
7: mountains
5: singing rivers. Unto the heart of this wild land, I am bound. Or the hills,
7: unto hill,
5: into the heart of this wild land. O'er the or the mountains, singing rivers, singing rivers, unto the heart of this wild land.
1: Another call by walking Jim Stoltz to connect with this wild land that we're part of. I imagine a lot of people don't know that there's such wilderness available. They think it's all carved up in parks and that. I was interested, Leslie, in the comment you made about his stealth walking. And I I don't know, Scott, if you actually walked with him on these things. What did he carry with him? Did he carry his food all with him or did he scavenge it along the way? or How did he do this? I mean, was he carrying a guitar and a banjo and a harmonica and everything with him?
2: Well, different things over the years, as I understand it, and no, I did not get to participate in many walks. My knees are probably the worst of all four of us, Leslie and Susan and Jim. I did get to do a few short day hikes and some skis with Jim. But I know that on his walks, he was definitely a minimalist in terms of backpacking. He would have a pack and sturdy shoes, but really limit the amount of items he took and the, and the weight. In terms of food, he would, on especially his longer walks, He would have food cached in places ahead of time so that at any one time he may have four to five days of food, or he would have food drops brought into him. I know on the um, Yellowstone to Yukon hike on each one of the summer walks, food would be brought in or would be at a certain place, which was kind of a logistical nightmare ahead of time, trying to plan those things, and also a logistical nightmare to be at the right place at the right time when you're in a wilderness like the Yukon, surrounded by another wilderness, that it wasn't just easy to pop down to those areas to get things.
1: We've heard about some of the people who walked with him, but he was walking solo a lot at the time. Was he a a solo person, a gregarious person? I I imagine it might be perfect for a real introvert to be away from other people for that time. Did he have a lot of friends?
2: Many, many, many friends, and still to this day... It's amazing to run into people who not only have heard of Jim's music or heard songs or seen one of his performances, but they actually speak about talking with him, even if it was a short amount of time or one meal after a concert in a certain place. And they speak of Jim being a friend. He was a great writer and a good communicator, keeping up with cards and letters and really corresponding with people. So... I think many people are either loners or real sociable people. I think Jim is one of those unique folks who could be both. He was alone a lot of the time, but I don't think he was ever lonely, which is a great trait for a a troubadour, a wandering troubadour that that he was. But at the same time, when he was back in civilization with the rest of us, there were many wild times and many extended periods of, of laughter and music and camaraderie. So he was very well balanced in that sense.
1: Well, I think we're coming to the end of our time for Song of the Soul. So Scott, can you pick a song to maybe sum things up for our experience of walking Jim Stoltz?
2: Yes, I think carrying on with that same discussion of of friends and the interrelationships between friends and the relationships of, of nature, a good song to recommend is Friends Along the Way. I think Jim will always be remembered as a friend and a builder of friendships with nature, animals in the natural environment, but also his, his friendships. And, and you brought up some really good questions about a life of hiking solo for hundreds of miles and thousands of miles over his lifetime, but also the ability to incorporate friends, basic friendships, and also extending friendships with the messages that he had to give all of us. He was, he was a great teacher friends along the way, you know, compared to his first trip in 1974 along the Appalachian Trail, where he did meet people along the way, but many of his trips after that were indeed solo or big segments were solo. But Jim mentioned that his trip along the Pacific Crest Trail in 1996 was like a mobile community and that he he probably spent almost a third of that entire hike from the Mexican border in California to the Canadian border in Washington he spent at least a third of that hiking with other people. And his song, Friends Along the Way, was a, was a dedication to all of those friends. And as he put it, he dedicated it to all those folks that he was able to share a mile, a smile, or a song, or a kind word along the way. So it's a good example of him giving back not only to the natural land beneath his feet, but the friends that he held in his heart.
1: Friends Along the Way, walking and Jim Stoltz.
5: Am alone a wanderer rambling free But there's more to this light that I want you to see For around every bend a cat, thought and a friend Has been there uplifting me It's like got heart that spring from the salt of the earth and I owe it all to the spirit of love and the friends along the way and you saw me stumble and you saw me fall You lifted me up so I could walk tall Helped me to stand and you gave me a hand, and to you I owe it all. It's a good heart that spring from the salt of the earth. There's fire and bright, my day. and I owe it all to the spirit. hug and a laugh, it nurtured my soul. You cheer me on when I needed it, it most and understood when I had to go. It's like a good heart that spring from the salt of the earth.
1: And this song of the soul memorial for walking jim stoltz with that song i'm so thankful to you leslie susan and scott for joining me here for song of the soul today i want to welcome some of you back uh, shortly for a spirit in action but thank you for nurturing jim passing on what he has to share with the world
2: thank you mark
3: thanks a lot glad right we could be here thanks
1: For today's memorial Song of the Soul for Walkin' Jim Stoltz, we had his wife, Leslie Stoltz, sister Susan Grace, and friend Scott Carpenter. Find information and music about Walkin' Jim on his site, walkinjim.com, that's walking without the G, or follow the link from northernspiritradio.org. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul.
0: Song of the Soul